Is that you, Stephen? Yes, it is. <sighs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that for? What did you do? I don't know. It was like normally, normally I hit record and we're just off. Yeah. But I kind of feel that way where I'm just ugh. You just showed me your Lego, which is pretty nice, mate. Yeah, I just showed you the halfway. I'm halfway through my Nintendo Super Entertainment System Lego. If it was Star Wars Lego, I'd be more interested. But As I'm, if you're still, not, I'm still very like impressed. You're pretty, you're pretty very interested, impressed. aren't you? Yeah. Well, mate, I, oh, sorry, I think I've done something here. No, that's your phone. Plugged it. It, oh, okay. it plugs back in. <laughs> it just plugged the controller. Mate, that plugs is in. so. I've never seen a Lego that looks more like the product it's imitating. Yeah, that's incredible. It's very, very good. Wow, a lot it's of grey, a lot of grey tiles there. Got that at the Gamesman. Good luck, yeah. They're awesome. Love that. Oh, I love Lego. This wouldn't have been cheap either. No, it's three hundred fifty dollars. I'm happy to admit solid, that. Solid, solid. Um, and it from was, the gamesman. Yep. Okay, yep. so I can plug this in they here. They do Lego now. Number I think one. It's upside down. From, no, maybe not. There you go. Yeah, good. Was it that way? I don't know. It fits. Mate, how way. good is it? Yeah, it just clicks that up. is really cool. I liked how what the front of it opens and you can yes, take the, no, the cartridge so out. You, know, you pull that up there. It's a it's a bit sensitive, and you can pull that out there. Yeah. That's amazing. It's just so good. You can put it back in. Yep. Slide the cartridge in. Flip the Do you top remember down. having one of these as a kid? No, I never had one of those. Oh, no. I did. This is awesome. No. Wow. It's really nice. So retro. It's going to look great. I don't know where I'm going to put it. That's beautiful. Honestly, people are going to look at that and think, oh, you bought a Nintendo. And then yeah. they're going to look closer and they go, hang on, The good thing is next to it will be a TV made out of Lego that's very clearly <laughs> Lego. So yes. I think that, that, will, that will matter. Did you yeah. just drop it? No, just the controller <laughs> fell off. <laughs> the look on your face was like, The uh, controller fell off. I might me. not mention what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you know what? I've got a little theory about that, mate. Yep. We, have you ever, were, as a kid, done something and then hoped no one discovered you did it? I don't remember it? it, no, but I've definitely done it. Who mate, hasn't? I can remember, like, breaking vases and, you know, think, kicking the footy around, breaking windows and stuff like that. Yeah. And rather than waiting for my parents to discover it yeah. and get angry at me, I'd get walk up and say, "Look, I'll just let you know that I've broke, just broken this." Yeah. So you're catching them. You're catching them where they're not angry. They don't get a chance to get angry at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So imagine if they discover it, they get angry. They go, "What have you done?" I think it's interesting because also it depends uh, what sort of what what your relationship or, or perception of your parents is. So one day we were inside the house, and our kids really haven't done anything like in terms of major injuries or oh, Vivi's broken her arm. So anyway. Nothing major happened, and so the yeah. kids were playing a baseball, and Harry, we just heard this smash. Uh-oh. And I've looked up, and, and the, the window to the bathroom is broken. Uh-oh. And Harry's come in crying, and I've gone, mate, it's just a window. We can replace oh. that. Like, what do you, like, yeah. chill out. Like, I'm annoyed that you used a baseball and not a wiffle ball, because that would have been smarter, but, <laughs> yeah. dude. Learn. Life, hap- life happens. Yeah. It's a window, mate. And then I you can smashed replace him. you smacked him? <laughs> but... <laughs> But, you know, like the part of that is, yeah. okay, there's two things. He either put the tears on because he knew it was the best way to get attention or, yeah. but they were genuine, I could tell, yeah. or I'm so feared that that was his reaction. Yeah. So that makes you feel bad as but a parent, I, I think. All I, all my mum had to say was, wait till your father gets home. <laughs> and we'd be terrified. Well, my mum, you know, single mum would walk into the kitchen and she would open the second drawer and just wooden shake spoon. it, and I would cry. Wow. Because I yeah. didn't want the wooden spoon. So yeah. that was the technique. Have you ever had that, like, in, in my, in our little dynamic, our family, like, it's good cop, bad cop, I'm bad cop. And I remember when I was working at News Limited and when my kids were younger, a lot younger, I'd get a call, my wife would say, she wouldn't even say hello, he's here, talk to Aaron. And he'd get on the phone and go, hello. He was really scared. I think, mate, what have you done? What are you doing? 
And then I said, listen, come on, do what mum says, okay? I won't it, it, yeah. make sure you do you behave yourself. See, it took it took me to to talk to him to get him in the yeah. line. I think I'm probably a good cop. Really? Yeah. Is that right? I do think so. I think we have our moments. I think we have our days. Yeah. Because I think sometimes it, you each think, hang on a minute, why am I always the bad guy here? So I'm going to be the good guy for a bit or whatever. So yeah. you switch a bit. We're not as defined, I don't think, but I think there's no doubt Amanda would have more power in that regard in our Yeah, house. right. But Just it's funny I'm, how... I'm pretty... I'm pretty like, don't oh, you sort of... You, like, you, you can lose it sometimes, though. You yell oh yeah, at them. Mate. Like, oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. And I, 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 I always... I get pulled up for that. Yeah, so, I always... When they were younger, not I, now. I end up always pulling them aside and apologising because I, I think yelling really? is... Like it's just, okay. it's like, well, that was too much. I went too far. Yeah, I right. overreacted. See, it's funny too how I think it also relates to your upbringing. Yeah. Like I was one of four boys and like we were we were always, yeah, there was always someone yelling and, and getting smacked. Yeah. And everything. Mate, we were three little shits. Yeah. Like whereas my wife's family was very quiet. No one ever raised their voice. It was no. really, so it was kind Mate. of a my mum different world. was pretty much at work all the time. Yeah. Trying to, I don't know how the fuck she kept us alive and paid rent yeah. and shit, but anyway, she did. Yeah. And so, like we just fought. That's all we did. <laughs> That's just fucking we fought. Yeah. I mean, the great story I could tell is, and I might have told this before, when we were in Queensland, um, we had this house, and, and it backed onto an empty property. Yeah. But the empty property had a, like really nice garden, kind of. It was like yeah. a nice place. We'd go and muck around there. Yeah. Anyway, there's this one like you go through the fence in this in this spot, and then under a tree. Anyway, one time my brother got my sister's favourite doll, Susie. My oh. sister's name is Suzanne, and hung it from the tree. Oh, new style. So oh that as gosh. you walk through, oh. and my sister walked through and fucking scre- like wow. lost her mind. Mate, and that was the kind of little, harrowing little asshole that my brother really? was. And I, I was a, you know, I was probably a party to it. That would, but I was just mate. a passenger in this, right? Mate, that would make it leave an impression on us. Well, that would yeah. have disturbed her. It, it has, still wow. does. <laughs> um, <laughs> you still bring it up? But yeah, oh no, I, I try. I mentioned <laughs> it once. And geez, that that didn't go well. Oh. Um, but I think I was just a passenger, and also I was just this, you know innocent child that was just the victim of it all. You know, I'd always yep. play the victim and so mum always, you know, kind of supported me. So the kids hated, the Andrews in hated that. Yeah. There was a point where, there was a point when we were in Griffith where we went to counselling. I don't remember anything about it because I think they went more than I did. Counselling We were, we were like that with, fucked up. Like, like for, to like behaviour. family behaviour. Really? Like, you know, wow. shit, this shit's getting bad, kids. You've got to stop fighting, kids. Wow. You know, because so mum you're, you're was struggling a, to look, out, look after us, basically. Basically, you're a bad seed. Yeah. Say. Right. yeah. Well, see, it's, I think Suzanne tells a story that I didn't go to counselling much because I was the problem. <laughs> so they would they would, they would, would go to work out how to deal with me. I don't know. Is that right? There's something about Trevor. Yeah. Just, so we I, I don't know. It. But, you know, wow. I, I just think our, our kids, I, I look at our kids and I just, my biggest thing is I just keep saying to them, like if they get the shits about something, I say, listen, there's plenty of people. Like we went shopping on the weekend. Um you know, clothes shopping and stuff. So yeah. we had, it was a pain. You know, it's not a fun thing to do. Yeah. Um, and they they just, oh, at the end, we separated. And so I went to get something. Yep. I went to get the suits or something, pick them up or whatever. And Amanda, and we met up afterwards. And they'd fucking gone off the rails. Uh. Like, you could tell Amanda had the shits with something that had just happened. And um, we got in the car and I just said, you know what, guys? Fuck, we've just spent, I don't know how much money, but I'm telling you. I've spent at least a thousand bucks right did here. Did you shout them Gazman shirts as well, mate? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like fucking H and M and stuff. We were, we yeah, were yeah, the, the good shops. gear. Yeah, right. Um, 
And I said, look, I don't know how much money I've just spent, but I, I didn't bat an eyelid because I don't care. It's good. You need the clothes. Yeah. But there's plenty of people that would love to be in your position, okay? Absolutely. Whether it's the gadgets you get, yeah. the clothes you get, the things you do. Just fucking have some respect yeah. for the fact that we're able to provide in the way we are. Yeah. I'm not tasking you to do a That's survey a amongst your friends. Important reminder. But yeah, we're doing sure. very well. <laughs> you know, I'm like, in, not in the money no, sense. Just important. The, you you yeah. looked after well, kids. Of course, yeah. And, and there's no, there's no, I always just say to my kids... There's nothing you, that you need. You've got everything you need. Yeah. So. Well, I, I started that conversation with Jackson the other day about like saving because he's he's doing pretty good with his saving. Yep. And I said, mate, save it up for that iPhone. Well, I don't know what he's saving. Oh, he's yeah. got an iPhone because he okay. got it for his birthday. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, but Galaxy Fold is saving. Yeah. Up for. I I said to him because we were t- I was, t- I was saying get a job because you know he's delivering pamphlets which is good and he's yeah. earning a bit of money. But I said, mate, get a get another job. Like, get, get how old job. is he? 14. So how old do you have to be to 14, nine months to work at like Kmart? That's to that. work on a register. But you can work now at 14 and stacking shelves and stuff. Yeah, go to Kmart or something. My, my kids, my daughter, Hayley, worked at Kmart. Yep. Yeah. So so I just said, I said, mate, and then you start saving and you put that money away and you'll be or able McDonald's. to buy go a car or a house yeah. or whatever it is much earlier than I yeah. ever could. And I said, yeah. mate, I'll tell you right now, if you demonstrate to me that you're saving and you've got a plan and you're working towards something... I'll buy your car when you're 16. I've got no dramas yeah. saving my money to find out how to get... It won't be a bloody flash car. It'll just be yeah. a car yep. so that you don't have to do that. So that you, I'd prefer that you work towards getting a house. Yeah. Because, frankly, I no, think no, you no, need well, to start good. when you're 10, right? Like, I th- no, you're right. I think help, helping them... If they're helping themselves, I help them too. Yes. So we, we, we almost sort of did... We did this with my Matches, kids when they yeah. got cars. Like, you, you save up that much, I'll match it. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to do it. That, that encourages them to, to save up and... and like, my kids are now at an age where, look, the next thing, they've all got cars already, so the next thing I said, look, next purchase you're going to make, you're going to buy a property. You're going to get get into the market. Yeah. So they're, they're looking at that as well now. So it'd be good to see them all having sort of stepping into that world because that's kind of the next phase of their life. Yep. You know, they've all got partners, and I don't know what what's the next step for them is going to be. If Marriage, kids, you know, grandfather. Well, mate, that's you know, it's part of life, isn't it? You got, but, but the, the, what do they say? The journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. You got to take a step. You got yeah. to step in that direction. And, yeah. and I encourage us: look, buy a property, just just get something, save up for a deposit. Money's yeah. cheap now; like interest rates are nothing now. Yeah, get into it. And, and they're, and they're the starting thing, to. The think thing that. is, I think a lot of people talk about. Now I we, there were stories about you know the, the median house price and all that stuff and how it's expensive. Yeah. People are like our kids will never be able to afford. I'm like oh, that's, that's if, total that's bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. If, I've said that to my kids as well. I said, look, when when I bought my first place, it was 18 percent interest, and I wasn't earning as much as you guys are relatively. You yes, guys, that's right. Like my son's a builder; he's earning big money. Yeah. And my, my daughters are doing pretty good as well. My daughter just got another job in real estate. My other daughter's like head of the events at the art gallery. So they're all earning good money. Yeah. And I, and I actually sat down with my eldest, with Jacqueline. I said, look, like she's renting at the moment. And I said, look, here's what you pay for rent. Here's what you both earn together, her and a partner. I said, look, in three years, you can save up, a, like not even that, two years' time, you can have enough money for a deposit on something. And... When seeing it on paper, she went, "Yeah, yeah, like it's it's there, it's possible." Yeah. yeah. So I've heard the same also, arguments. That the other it's thing not. is, the property market isn't about owning your own home. It could just be about getting into the market. Yeah. John Abu yeah. owns a place in Orange. Yep. It's just yeah. a rental. Now that Mate. place, that place might not have grown in value like it does in Sydney, but something. It's equity. It's not going to decrease. You're building yeah. equity. That's right. And he, yeah. at some point, the equity that he, the, so he's he's got cash growth and equity growth, yeah. and those two things together will mean that when he's ready, yeah. he'll probably be able to get out of all that 
and go into a, his own Absolutely. home. Absolutely, yeah. Now I'm I'm thinking now of um, I've got to manage my managed super fund. I've got to my own super fund, so I can put all my money in it and all Joe's money in it and buy it. We're going to buy a property with it, yeah. and that'll help. That'll help you know grow that as well for us. So, but it's funny. It's uh, it's, yeah. it's a weird thing about. I was listening to. Um, because you listen to audio books, not podcasts, you wouldn't know. But, I listen to podcasts, Eric. Um, so the boys in Melbourne that I've mentioned before, Josh and Tommy on the Daily Talk Show, and Josh is a funny bloke. He's like me, to be honest. Very similar to funny me. Funny bloke like you. It just weird. <laughs> he's a weird. Like yeah. he, you know, eating yeah. habits are weird. Yeah. You know, manner is. It just he's just funny okay. like that. And he's he was talking about there should be a subscription service for like how to adult, how to how to do life. You know, like yeah. thing, things like you know how do Advice. you learn, how do you learn how to use a dishwasher? How do you learn how what? to do things right? And it's right. Like how do you like you just and Tommy's like mate, you just got to use it. That's how you do yeah. it. But here's the interesting thing. Um, you know, you talk about investment properties and stuff like that. Unless you've got the right people around you talking to you about that stuff, it's yeah. very hard. It well, wasn't it's, it's usually a family. It's usually right, a parent. Right. But, yeah. but w- I don't really have that. That's not really like yeah. my mum. I had that. Yeah. Owns a pub, but it's you know it's yeah. heavily dead. It's not like my mum. When my mum retires, she's probably going to have to live with someone in one of the kids. You know, I don't yeah, think right. she's got the money to okay. to to go hard into a retirement. Right. Okay. I've no doubt that there'll come a time when then there's the granny flat built somewhere in either my place, my brother's place, or my yeah. sister's place. So, um, but I was when we had our mortgage broker around to do the refinance on the house. He's like, you know, this is going to be a difficult application because you're self-employed. There's all these yeah. things. But he looked at me and said, "Mate, but but you're you're fine. Like it's all, like yeah. you're doing very well. It's not the words he used." <laughs> he said, "He said, yeah. but like seriously, once we get this done." In six months or so, we should be talking about whether or not you want to use some of that money we got you to get started on investment property because you yeah. got the money. It won't cost you anything. You got to the have equity. It. Yeah, the equity. I got a lot. Of, got, I got a lot of equity. We got the in my equity, yeah. and, and and we we could have the cash out of the, yep. the refinancing to actually yep. put some of it rather than rather than spending big bucks on three bathrooms. Why don't we spend good bucks on three bathrooms and then yeah. put the rest towards a deposit on a Gold Coast apartment or something? You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, of course. Um, so it's funny you don't really you don't think about it. Like I, to be honest, I've always in my head my thing was. Because and you got to remember, it's a generational thing. You you want to get better every generation, right? Yeah. My mum never owned a home. Like we rented all yep. my life. We yep. rented, and so the fact that I own a home, I feel I feel success, yeah. right? Yep. Now, I've never thought about paying off my home. I've never. I don't even think about trying to pay off my home because that's no. just stupid. It's so much money. Yep. It's unlikely to happen in my lifetime. But what I do think <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, will. No. Mate. What have you got a fifty-year loan? Well, mate, but uh, even another 30 years now, yeah. I'm going to be 74 but by the time my mortgage ends. Like, yep. it's just not going to happen, right? But that doesn't matter because the I've always thought the equity in that place is going to be yeah, so yeah, of enormous. Course. It's going to grow in it, value. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And when yeah. we need to retire, I, say, I, said to, I said to our mortgage broker, I said, that's our retirement. He said, but here's your problem. A lot of people think that. And then what they realize is when they want to retire, they don't want to move. Yeah. They don't want to sell up and buy. Gotta, they want to live the where they are. Yeah. So that equity is useless to you. Yeah. Unless you can unless get you out sell of it. it. Yeah, that's right. So and it was. I thought that's, that's a your very downside. He said. So that's that's why you want to have an investment property yeah. that you're willing to just get out of. Yeah. When you need to the flip cash it, flip it when you need it. Yeah. To yeah. be in retirement. No, exactly it was that. literally a trigger moment. Oh no, you're bloody right, mate. Yeah, it's true. I've, uh, I've actually was talking my I've talked to my accountant and and uh, they've got uh, we've having having the discussions about the super and all that. So yeah, I think mate, it's um you know use it. What but do they like, call it? Mate, o- o- OPM, other people's money. It's get, like you get into it. It's like shares. Um, we would we've talked about this before. Bit less volatile than shares. No, probably. no, no. But but just the idea of investing is not something yeah. I've ever done. Yeah. 
And I had a, I had a guy, a caller on the podcast, the EFTM podcast this week. I was talking about EVs last week, and I had a couple, a lot of people email me about you know their experience and stuff. And yeah. there was this one guy, and he said, um, I said, so like, how did you afford it? He bought a Model Three, and how, like, yeah. how did you afford it? It wasn't a you know, personal question, but it was yeah. personal enough to get the sense. And he goes, well, mate, to be honest, you know, obviously, I, I always, it. I'm always paying for a car. He said, but I invested really early in Tesla shares, so I kind of got out of them, and, wow. and you know, thought I'd put that into that. And it's a funny thing because you. Again, like I, I want to find that moment in time to talk to the kids. Like I've said to the kids, I said I've got Apple shares for each of you. Yeah. I said, you know, I don't intend to sell them when you're 18. I'm talking when you're 30. Yeah. Maybe they'll be worth they might something. Be a decent. deposit on something. Yeah. Yeah, who knows, right? Yeah, right. But it's just enough. Um, but but it's, but it's also a weird thing. I had this really funny conversation with with Abud the other day. Because Abood and I talked about uh, crypto, Bitcoin, and stuff. Yeah, you know, maybe what's worth maybe seventy three thousand right? or something. We're not, nearly went to 78, uh, yeah. 70, 70, Nearly went to eighty the other day. Anyway, so every now and then I text him the um, you know the price of Bitcoin, and he goes, yeah. "Oh, that's crazy." And so I sent him, I sent him a screenshot of my Bitcoin, which I I spent, and I'm happy to say this, I spent sixteen hundred dollars on Bitcoin. Yep. And the other day it was worth eleven thousand, right? Wow. And and he just goes, who can predict this shit? And I said, mate, no one. He goes, are you holding? And I said, mate, I'll hold, I'll hold forever. I don't have the need for it now. And he and he, he wrote in inverted commas, no need for it, no need for eleven thousand dollars. That's some rich people shit. <laughs> and you know what? Eleven thousand dollars is not rich people shit. But to a twenty three or four year old, yeah. John is, it's crazy money, right? And you you rewind yourself to being mm. twenty four, and you think you had eleven thousand dollars somewhere, you'd, you'd sell it and spend it. Yeah, this is the problem with life. Unless you're taught this from day one, your dad's yeah. an accountant or he's in finance or whatever. No, no, my dad, yeah, my dad was pretty smart with with he had properties and that investment. And I, I, I had, I had, uh, I bought my first property before I was, I think I was twenty two. I think when I bought my first oh, yeah. property, and that was because you know the, I had the advantage of having a second income. I was playing for Souths at the time, yeah, yeah. and I was actually earning more money playing footy than I was at my job. So that that helped a lot for our deposit and everything. And uh, we rented it. Like Joe and I bought it together. We were engaged already. I think even before we were engaged, we bought it together. Yeah. And uh, we just rented it out for two years before we lived in it. And then and then flipped that and bought the house we're in now. But um, yeah, I think at the I think once once you are in, you're in. It's not like you they're going to cancel it. And the price isn't getting any higher. Well, the price you pay is the price that it is. It's not going to get any higher. That's the price. You've yeah. got it for that much. And so then from then on, it's just going to increase in value, hopefully. So um, now I, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm really I'm at that point now where my kids are on the verge of um, stepping into the market. Yeah. And my son being a builder, I'm thinking, mate, you should have three houses before you're 30, renovate them, yeah. and, and do one up for yourself and then rent the other two and just like you can do whatever you want. So he, he's at the point now where he's kind of the site manager now. He does. He looks after everyone else. He sort of organises the whole site now. Yeah. So, you know, I said, mate, if you if I had your skills as a tradie, that's what I'd be doing with them. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be buying one of those little joints. Yeah, and just do it up. Yeah, it's amazing. It's an apartment or something. It would be hard. Like, you can really – I remember when we bought our first – our apartment, the first place we bought, and that's what I did with um, – when I wrote my brother's book. This was the same time when I wrote Mario's book. Yeah. And the money I earned from that paid for the kitchen, the new kitchen in the apartment. So, so I put it to use, you know. And, yeah, yeah. You know, kitchen, bathroom, you improve them, you kind of invested in the place and increases yes. the value of it. So yes. that, that, was, uh, that was then, yeah. So interesting you know, times. Um, completely different topic, but um, we were talking about COVID and quarantine. How's this? So you know, Breno passed away on the weekend. Yeah, sad, so mate. Breno's son Rick 
Richard Brennan, Dr. Richard Brennan, yeah. is like the fucking guru of. Oh, it used to be the World Health Organization. He might be the United Nations now. Like he's wow. he's fucking like one of the best doctors in the world. He, wow. he he's the guy they send when a bowler breaks out. He's fucking really? he's on the ground to sort that Jeez. shit out, right? Anyway, so I um, you know, Bruno died on on Friday night. Um, so we heard about it on Saturday, and it's that whole and then fucking in our family, Manda's grandmother passed away on Saturday. So I'm uh, like, fucking, how's this week gonna be? It's gonna be yeah. a funeral week. Um, but then I thought, hang on a minute. So I text Pete Bruno's son and said. You know, I hope everything's okay. Da, da, da. I said, mate, I'm assuming the service is not going to be for some time because Rick's in Egypt. Yeah. He he's quarantine. He's flown back. He's out of quarantine. But get this. His wife couldn't get the same flight. Oh. Had to get the next day into Brisbane. They're oh. quarantining in separate cities. Oh. Can you imagine Unbelievable. that? Unbelievable. Imagine, wow. imagine flying back to your home country <laughs> for a funeral for a start. For, yeah. for your for your father or father in law, and they're apart, and they've had to quarantine oh, no. in separate joints. Oh no, that's terrible! Fuck, it's just so like, she could only get a flight into Brisbane. She could only get a flight into Brisbane, oh, and you know great. you want to get the first flight you can. We'll take whatever you can, of course, and that's yeah, what you got to do. Shit. So she's got to do her quarantine in Brisbane, then fly back down to Sydney. Yeah. That's where the funeral's going to be in yeah, Sydney. Yeah. Wow, it's just mate, you don't think it's funny how the the little and so here's here's you know the COVID stress of the world. So there's been a case or two in New South Wales. There was one in Brisbane. There was one in the, no, the actually the day I got into Queensland was the day they announced yeah. Brisbane case in Brisbane. They're great. We're going to be stuck here for two weeks. And so Amanda's cousins and auntie are in Perth. They've flown over yeah. for the funeral of ah, their grandmother, okay, or mother and grandmother. And I said today, I said to Amanda, like another case. There's another case, but it was kind of in confinement, so it's not that big a deal. Yeah. I said if that fucker over there oh, shuts the borders, they're bad. off. They've all got a fucking quarantine oh, to go home. No, yeah, like. This is yeah, but are we at the point now? Like, surely we should for be at the point where case. it doesn't friggin' matter. Come on, one case. Do you remember, didn't New Zealand shut the country down? There was yeah. one or two cases. It's like, like people whinging about the uh, the uh, vaccine rollout, guys. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Take your time. There's yeah. no hope. There's it's no not chance. Like we're, it's not like we're in dire straits like the America where Correct. you've got to get and it. And there's yeah. no need. We're, we're, we're no, not going to be opening it. the borders, yeah. not not until we're, we're vaccinated, until the rest of the world's vaccinated. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, that's what's holding us up. The rest of the world, we're in great shape. But the rest of the world, like America, Europe, they're, they're still in, in pretty solid COVID numbers. They're, yeah. get, they're getting daily, yeah. How many so, people turn up to Stephen Fennick's funeral? How many, you reckon? Yeah. Oh, mate, they'd have to open up the doors and standing room only, mate. Standing room only. <laughs> I don't know. I reckon it'd be solid. Like I, I, I've, I, You'd always I do, like to think that, wouldn't I you? I do. Well, I like to think that I'm sort of across a few areas it's of the my world's life. Co- it's the world's colliding. Got, it's the yeah, final place, isn't it? I've got it? sort of the sport, the sort of souths and sport and local part of my life where there's a lot of people there. Yep. And I've got my family. I've got a big family. And then I've got all the other sort of side there, like all the tech, the tech side and all the things there and... I'd like to think there'd be a solid roller, mate. What solid about you, mate? I most people wouldn't bother. <laughs> yeah, no, they would, mate. They I'm would. assuming they would. <laughs> but I, I had an interesting. Uh, I won't name him, but there's a guy that I used to work with at the telly. Uh, great journo. I was, I was a cadet under his guidance for a part of my career, and he, uh, he retired and went to live in in Manila, I think, or the Philippines. Aussie guy. And he posted something really interesting on, on Facebook. He went to the doctors late last year just for a checkup and found out he had leukemia. And wow. they said, just out of the blue, they said, you've got probably six months to live. And just oh, out, just from that. And, and he posted something the other day and 
he, he, the, it was incredible post. So he, it started off saying, in a week or so, I'm going to die. And he goes, but I'm going to die a rich man. And he goes, not rich in the way you think, but rich in the way that I've lived my life, I've had a happy life, had great friendships, had really great times, and formed these bonds with friends, blah, blah, blah. So it was a really poignant post. And, and at the end of it, it was like a big, long, big, long read. And at the end of it, he says, more to come, and in, com- in brackets, I hope. And it was it was like the the, the comment I left a comment because I said mate I, I said I cherish the time that I spent with you I learned a lot from you you have lived your life to the fullest so you know you can be proud of the fact that you did it all you know you you lived a great life and it was like having it was like being at your own funeral yeah, right. he was reading all these comments yeah and it would have been normally that would have been things that you would have read uh, you couldn't have read because you be you wouldn't be around to read it. That'd be yeah, something yeah. people would say after you're gone. That's right. But in this way, I think he he's he, he, he look he's literally got days to live, and yet he was able to express himself this way and kind of thank everyone for being his friend and and his, to read all this amazing feedback from from his mates. I think he'll 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 die with a smile on his face. So remarkable. just remarkable and. It's just been it look it's been an up and down week. Another another former colleague of mine, um, I only found out today, um, her son passed away, and he was I think not even a teenager, and and no idea what happened, how it happened, but there was just this notice to say come and celebrate the life of our beautiful boy. Uh, he he don't want don't want black suits, want bright colours. Um, don't no flowers. Don't, I donated money to the Victor Chang Foundation. To they are. This is what we want. And again, just thinking, you just don't know what yeah. life's going to serve up. It's just sudden, like and, and reading the comments for her on that post as well. It just thought, friggin' hell! Like, what do you do there? I walked. How in, do you survive that? I walked into the Today Show this morning, and um, one of the floor managers there <laughs> was there. I haven't seen him for a while. Fist pump. G'day, mate. And it was weird. He looked at me. He goes. Have you been to the doctor lately? And I went, no, not actually. He goes, I went yesterday. I got slightly high cholesterol. You should go and get checked. <coughs> and I went, mate, to be honest, that's a weird thing to say, but I think it's a good reminder to me because mm-hmm. one of the reasons I hate going to the doctor is because you go in and they go, you're overweight. And I'm like, no fucking shit, mate. I've got mirrors. <laughs> like, I don't, like, yeah. that's that's a stupid, like, I don't want to see yeah. a doctor who's going to say that. Like, mm. thanks, dickhead. Yeah. I don't need that. But... You know, now I feel like I can go in and say, so, look, I know I'm still overweight, but I'm yeah. I- I'm doing better, mm. sleeping better. There's a whole bunch of things that are better. Yeah. But can we do a workup? Can we, like... Don't what, you do that what? regularly? Oh, no. I, go, I go once a year, get a like, blood test, get everything done. No, so... You don't? You know, that's what I've got to okay. do, right? Mm. But here's the thing. Isn't there... Can't we sign up for... Can't, or whatever you've got to pay. Can't you pay to have, like, a full body scan? Yeah. Can't they look for shit? Yeah. Like shit that, that they don't normally look for with a blood test. Well, normally a blood test. Well, I I normally get a blood test uh, and sort of that looks at your cholesterol and your liver function and all of this and and I found yeah sometimes I get gout I get yeah. gout and yet the things to do the things you need to eat and drink to get gout I don't like yeah. I don't, I'm not a drinker I don't eat a lot of red meat all this sort of stuff my body just has an unusually high uric acid level right. it's just my body so I've got to manage that. Uh, they're the things that you learn, I reckon, when you do that. And everything else, touch wood, was okay. Yes, your cholesterol's low. This is good. Your blood pressure's good. Boom, boom, boom. I think that's that's it's sort of one of those things that you do. I do annually, or even twice a year. I get a blood test and just say, look, just run the numbers. See, tell me what I need to do. And yeah, of course, yeah, you lose a bit of weight. That'll help and all that sort of stuff. But I think 
having having a point of reference, knowing where you're at, is a great way to place to start. It's like when uh. it's like when you use your fit trackers, right? Knowing if you want to get fitter, you need to know what your starting point is. You need to know where you're at, yeah. And that's a good idea. Like, and mate, you've heard plenty of stories. Like I've heard stories of like blokes that are in their twenties or thirties or forties just dropping dead on the soccer field that they've just yeah. had a heart attack and die, and then. There was a case, I think a mate went to get his, someone, a, fr- a friend of theirs dropped dead on the f- soccer field and that someone's gone to get their heart checked and they discovered a little defect that they thought, oh, shit, if, I hadn't, if they hadn't died, I wouldn't have gone to get checked and I'd, I'd, I could have been dead myself. So it's those sort of wake-up calls that can, that you hear about that are lifesavers, but, mate, get in and get in and check it. It's like when yeah. you get, and you'll get this when you hit 50, you idiot, okay? You, when you get over 50, you'll get your little bowel cancer little thing sent in. I did one of those for, yeah. uh, wasn't a review, obviously. <laughs> you know, I think pretty someone... Shit, pretty shit review. <laughs> you know what happened? I reckon someone was taking the piss and they signed me up for it. Well, the government went, sends it to you after <laughs> on your 50th, yeah, 50 well, I'm not 50, mate, so I didn't not have quite. it. Not quite. So nearly. I did it. I did it. I sent it off. It was yeah, fine. Right. Yeah, yeah, me too. I've done it twice. Yeah, Every right. two years I send it. So when you turn 50, and then when I turn 52, boom, and had to poke the poo and send it back. <laughs> but it was all good. You got to do it. Yeah. You got to check it out. You just don't know. I'll Plus, the, the other thing too, I think, is they often look to at your family history. And like touch wood, right? My parents, God love them, are fit and healthy. Yeah, but see, they my mum's very fit and healthy. healthy. But my dad didn't make it, so I, like I don't have. Yeah, that but that well, that wasn't because he was unhealthy. No, but that's what I'm saying. So I don't have. Yeah. I don't, you know, don't know whether heart disease was in, was in him. Yeah. Um, he's got brothers, and you know, one of his brothers was just recently diagnosed with something yeah. leukemia style. And how old are his brothers now? They sort of what are they up to? What are they? Uh, one of them's passed. Uh, Uncle Pete would be, you know, 70, I guess, because yeah. that's what Dad would have been, plus. Yep. And Barry would be even older. So, you know, that's There's good. longevity there. Yeah. yeah there's, not bad. There's one that, one that didn't go, you know, past kind of 60. Yep. And another couple that are, that are still doing okay. Yeah, right. So, yeah, okay. that's all you can. That's all I can kind of go on. Yeah. No, but Well, both my parents are in their 80s now. Like, See, my mum's 81, my dad's 82. fascinating to me. Uh, I... I don't have any grandparents left. Amanda's got well, two. Her grand, grandmother just passed away. She's didn't got she? two left. Uh, yeah, two left now. Two grandfathers uh, are left. Right. Whereas you, oh, I've got all my touch you're wood. You're still sailing. Um, I've got well, I, my my grandparents. My parents are no, your par- no, but I'm talking. And that's my what my kids have got the both my my wife and my parents. So all their grandparents are still alive. Yeah, yeah, and even well. There's, I've got two two of my cousins here in Australia. They're both both of them. They're both their parents have passed. Uh, so I'm I'm the, uh, both my parents are alive, whereas my cousins. I think my my auntie Mary passed away about a year. I think it almost coming up to a year in June, and my other auntie she passed away about four years ago, and their fathers had died well before that. Yeah. So mate, I'm. I'm yeah, they don't, they don't have any parents alive. Where I've got my both my parents are still alive, and both Joe's parents are still alive. So, mate, we we value that. It's um, you know, they're they're like I said, mate, they're very fit and healthy, and they they don't even look their age. I'm hoping. I said, pray to God that I've got that in the genes, and it comes down to me as well. That I <laughs> because uh, I think I think my parents must have a time machine or something. They just, they just don't seem to age. But lately, like honestly, you. 
my my dad he just looks looks great yeah. and, and my mum too like I had a photo with shared a photo with my mum and my son because Aaron and my mum have got the same birthday yeah. and everyone was commenting he goes your mum looks fantastic hey, well what's she doing what's the secret <laughs> yeah but uh, I'll, right look, you know. I'll go to the doctor I'm going well, I, I can't I, hurt I, 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 you're I not went. scared of needles are you because you've got to get a blood test yeah. no, do really. it mate do it the blood test reveals a lot that's a good starting point if there's something else you need to check out, then do that. But the blood test is a good starting point. And stand by Doctor, for the Doctor Gary will probably be advising you, mate, I on how to do that. I was just going to say, stand by for the tweet yeah, from Gary. Exactly right. So <laughs> Gary, Gary, tell him to get his ass into gear and get a checkup. Yeah, fortunately, I'm not old enough to need to get my ass fully into gear. <laughs> <laughs> You're not far off, you dickhead. You're not far off. All right, mate. <laughs> See you next week. Good luck.